Um, am I allowed to say that? Where is the love? Welcome back to another episode of To Be Honest. Today's episode was not supposed to be released until Friday. Today is Monday, March 29th. And today's episode was supposed to be titled, To Be Honest, This Is What Your Teenager Is Not Telling You. But I am interrupting that episode and releasing today's episode a little bit earlier because There's something that I want to talk about, and I just could not wait until Friday. Now, if you do not live under a rock, you know the controversy that's been happening with the shoes that Lil Nas X dropped today, March 29th. There were 666 pairs of them, and they sold out in seconds. So if you don't know what's going on with that, I will dive into it and describe it briefly. But I do want to say that I've heard... A lot of people saying and posting on their social media, hey, we need to stop talking about this because we are just giving it more attention. Okay, well, first of all, you are giving it attention by saying we need to stop talking about it. Second of all, not acknowledging and not talking about major things that are happening in our culture does not exist in my world. Ignoring what is happening does not keep young people from viewing it, talking about it, tweeting it, believing it. So I have to talk about these things and I have to share from a biblical perspective. And these things have to be handled delicately and they have to be handled with truth and love. And I'm not going to go on social media and I'm not going to yell at the world for acting like the world. But I'm also not going to walk on eggshells and hide my Bible in my pocket in front of a culture that is waiting to cancel me. Do you know what little qualification you have to have to be canceled in today's culture, you have to believe what the Bible says. If you're listening and you believe what the Bible says, you're canceled. Like, bye, gone, canceled. Cancel culture is not new. Jesus was canceled by culture. Paul and Silas, canceled, okay? Believe it or not, straight to jail. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, canceled. With their lives on the line. So I'm not gonna be afraid to speak the truth of the word of God because I don't want to be labeled. I have really been convicted by the thought um, for the past couple months about how temporary this life is and how short this life is and how the things that I want to put my energy and my heart and my soul into are things that are going to have an eternal impact and not have a temporary impact. So I've decided just over the past couple months Um, something that's already been on my heart and already been a goal, but just something that I am way more focused on now, and that is reaching the next generation and loving people well. With that, loving people well comes my friends, my family, my husband, my one-day kids. These are the two things that I choose to put my heart and soul into while I am here on this earth. Do I always get those things perfect? No, I don't. My sister told me the other day that somebody said something to one of my nephews at school, and I literally told her, All I need is an address. That's it. She's like, Celeste, the kid's only seven. And I'm like, okay, well then he will remember what it was like being seven forever, okay? I'm not like trying to threaten kids on this um, podcast. (laughs) I'm kind of going in the opposite direction of what I was intending to do. But all I'm saying is that I don't get those things perfect all the time. And um, for legal purposes, it was just gonna be a stern talking to, okay? That's all I wanted to do. So, moving on, 
For those of you who don't know, Lil Nas X, who came out with the song Old Town Road, released a shoe today called the Satan Shoe. There were 666 pairs made, um, and like I said, they sold out in seconds today. Each pair of shoes contains one drop of human blood in the Bible verse Luke 10.18, which is the Bible verse that refers to um, Satan's fall from heaven. The music video includes Lil Nas X giving Satan a lap dance in hell. So I actually didn't watch this video. I've seen enough of it from... It's funny because I've I've actually seen more of it from Christians that have posted about it than I have from teenagers that have posted on TikTok. And every Christian who has posted this music video, um, you know, I've seen different posts that say, we need to pray. And I'm like, yeah. If you weren't praying for a world that's being stripped from its freedom, rights, and truth, slowly but surely every day, you need to start praying now. And people are outraged by this, and I get it. Especially people who have young, impressionable kids who loved the song Old Town Road or who danced in elementary assemblies, you know, while Lil Nas himself was there performing the song. And now they have to explain to their kids, like, hey, we can't engage with this artist anymore because, you know, I don't know, son, he worships Satan, you know? Which, by the way, so many people are now officially saying that they believe in hell, which I guess is good because hell is real. However, young person, if you're listening, please hear me on this. Hell is not a party. It is not fun. It is not pleasurable. And you cannot seduce Satan to get him on your good side. Hell is a very real place of darkness and torture and suffering. It says in in Revelation that um, the smoke of your torment will go up forever and ever. You'll have no rest day and night. So yes, the truth of this music video is that hell is real and so is Satan. And the lie is that Satan is your friend. Satan wants the best for you. You can choose to live any way you want here on earth and then spend eternity pole dancing with Satan in hell. I promise you that is not what hell is like. The only reason we know anything about hell and Satan is from the Bible. So we should look at where it was originally written to see what it is and what it is not and to see if how this music video is portraying it is how it actually is in reality. So needless to say, I get the disappointment that was felt when this video was released, when this shoe was released. I'm not dismissing anyone who feels that way as I've just shared some of the feelings that I had about it. However, a young man that was so criticized and rejected by the church, the one place where he's supposed to feel loved and accepted, runs to darkness publicly and is once again being criticized and rejected by the church. After Lil Nas announced the launch of this shoe and when it was going to be released, when he dropped the music video, he received a ton of backlash, a ton of criticism. I mean, there were so many different posts and tweets and TikTok. I mean, just so many different things that were created by Christian people who are completely outraged by this. And... I'm, I would be lying if I got on here and said that I was not extremely upset when I saw the release of these shoes, when I saw the music video. I had a whirlwind of thoughts running through my head. And even though I know the devil is defeated, I know that there is entire, an entire generation of young people who are easily influenced, who are looking up to Lil Nas. After receiving backlash from this video, Lil Nas took to Twitter and wrote, quote, I spent my entire teenage years hating myself because of the shit y'all preached would happen to me because I was gay. 
so I hope you are mad. Stay mad. Feel the same anger you teach us to have towards ourselves. End quote. Before I jump into this second part, let me just make it very clear to those of you who are listening, who literally sit on the edge of your seat waiting for a leader, a pastor, a person, anybody to say something that you disagree with slightly so that you can load scriptures into your holy gun and just start shooting people down. I stand with the Bible. I believe every word it says. I believe it's for today. I believe every page can change your life. Maybe not Leviticus. But even there, there's something to be learned. So I believe the Bible. I don't believe that love dismisses truth. I believe that love enforces the truth. So that's why I'm compelled to share this second part. Because when I read that tweet, I felt completely heartbroken. I was just, I felt shattered. And I I don't know about anyone else, but when I read it, it was almost like I was reading it in a voice of him like screaming and crying. Just that anger of deep, deep hurt. Then I thought to myself, which of these things am I more outraged by? A shoe glorifying an enemy that's already been defeated? Or the fact that someone who was hurt by the church turned to darkness for acceptance, which side note, we have half naked pop stars doing absurd things in front, you know, Cardi B doing what she did at the Grammys. And, and then, you know, you hear Christian people saying that's so distasteful. That's so disgusting. That's nasty. You know, she's appalling, whatever. But then you have Lil Nas X who drops a shoe literally called the Satan shoe. And Christians are like, oh, he's hurting. I'm like, Y'all don't think that these other people out here who are glorifying things that only lead you to emptiness and brokenness aren't hurting? Anyway, so I read this tweet. I felt heartbroken. I was sitting on my couch yesterday, and I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me and say, what are you going to do about this? (laughs) Immediate pressure, because I'm like, I don't freaking know. You know, like, what am I supposed to do? I know that God is asking me to do something, but... What can I do? Because I can't stop a shoe from being released. And I can't keep young people from hearing and seeing things that are dark and demonic. But what I can do is I can love people louder. I can create opportunities for people to have encounters with the love of Jesus that leads them to truth and freedom. I can look at every hurting and broken young person that comes my way and say, oh, you're hurting, you're broken, you're struggling, you don't know who you are, you don't know what your sexual identity is. Yeah, you're with me. We're going to figure this out together. I'm not going to give up on you, and neither is God. After reading that tweet, I am not shocked that someone who was hurt by the church is now trying to stick it to Christians. And if you think that I am in any way trying to condone these shoes or this music video, then you have not heard a single word that I've said. If that's what you're thinking right now, hit pause, rewind, and start over. But I am not threatened by this because God is not threatened by this. God is not threatened that Satan is getting his own shoe line. He's grieved that the hearts of his people are far from him, that our culture is calling good evil and evil good, that they're replacing light for darkness and sweet for bitter. Shout out Isaiah 20. He's grieved that people are buying into the lie that will hold them captive forever and rejecting the truth that will set them free. I haven't shared this with anybody but my sister or my husband, and I think my thought process behind why I haven't shared this story that I'm about to share is because it's just so dark, but... 
now I am looking at it in, you know, through a different lens and thinking that it needs to be shared because it really exposes the enemy's plans. So when I worked for, well, I, what am I allowed to say? Hang on. Okay. I had to gather my thoughts because I don't want to make anybody feel exposed um, from this story. But what I will say is that about eight years ago, I was talking to a young person and they told me that they, they had trouble sleeping at night. And I asked them why that was. And they said that they were having these horrible nightmares every single night. And I said, what are those nightmares like? And this young man put his head down and he started shaking and you could just see, I mean, just anxiety and fear. And I said, I I want you to know that you can, you can tell me anything. And he told me that when he closes his eyes and falls asleep at night, that Satan visits him in his sleep. And he said that in his dream, he's trying to fight Satan off, but he can't do it. And he said, in his dream, there's a mirror. And he said, when I look into this mirror, he said, it turns out that I am Satan, that the reflection staring back at me actually is Satan. And I asked him, I said, how does that make you feel? And he said, it makes me feel like I want to take over the world. Fast forward five years, I'm in a different state than I was when this young man shared this story with me. And this father was literally pushing his daughter to go talk to me, which let me just tell you, parents, like I get the struggle of really wanting your kid to talk to people about things, but I can always tell when I take your kid out and they're only hanging out with me because you force them to, because they are dead silent the whole time. So this young woman did not want to talk with me, which immediately puts me in an awkward position because I'm like, listen, you don't, whatever you want to say, you know, I'm just, I'm here to listen. And so we go into this private room and she's just starts crying and shaking. And I said, what's, what's going on? What's wrong? And she said, I've been having these nightmares at night. Now keep in mind, different state, Five years later, no connection whatsoever between the young man and the young woman that I'm talking to now. So I've been having these nightmares at night, and the enemy is is fighting me. She said, Satan is fighting me. And she said, and there's a mirror in this room. And she said, when I look into this mirror, she said, I see Satan in the reflection. And I mean immediately, just like chills all over my body. I am like, holy cow heard this before. So I asked her, I said, how does that make you feel? And she grits her teeth together and looks at me. And as God is my witness, I am not lying. Take me now, Lord, says to me, it makes me feel like I want to take over the world. Okay, fast forward to last week, the week that all of this is coming out, all of this is going down. I'm with this young woman And she looks at me and says, I feel like the enemy is stealing my reflection. Three different kids, no relation whatsoever, some of them miles and countries away, shared with me a very similar, if not the same exact experience that they are having with the enemy. One thing I know for sure is that the enemy wants world domination. Not much has changed from when Satan was in heaven. Except now, he has to use 
the people on earth to reign in hell. And he will use anyone and anything that will say yes to a lie. That is why I will devote my whole life to reaching the next generation. That is why I will make sure that every single young person that I encounter, every little Nos that walks through the door of my life, I will make sure that they know that they are loved and accepted by God, that Jesus died on the cross so that they could live in freedom and have eternal life. It is so important to get these truths out in front of young people, because if we don't, if I don't, the enemy will, but it's not going to be the truth. It's going to be the opposite of that. You know, I don't know what Lil Nas's experience was at church, but from what I can tell, from what I can read, it was extremely hurtful. And I just wonder what could have happened maybe if there were one person who didn't dismiss him, one person who didn't reject him, one person that didn't give up on him, one person that got to know him, that didn't see through him, but was committed to seeing him through. So the Lord asked me, what are you going to do about this? And my response to that is that I'm going to focus on what I can control. I'm going to love people more aggressively. I'm going to pray harder. I'm going to pray more. But I'm not going to call this a godless or a doomed or a hopeless generation. I mean, if there is no hope for this generation, then I immediately just lost my purpose. Like, just rapture me now. Take me, Lord, because I am devoted my whole life. Youth ministry is not a season for me. It's not a stepping stone for me. I am devoted to this generation forever called by God. So if there is no hope for this generation, then like, I I shouldn't have been born, honestly. But I'm asking anyone listening to this right now, I don't care how old you are, what season of life you're in, I'm asking you to fight for this generation with me. I'm asking you to pray with me, to fast with me, to sit in your car outside of schools and, well, okay, this is getting a little creep, creepy. Pray for schools with me, but most importantly, to not speak death over this generation. Your words have power. Use them for the right thing. Use them to speak life and use them to not give up on this generation. Thank you for listening to today's spontaneous episode and stay tuned for episode six. Thanks for listening today. And if you'd like to be notified when a new episode is released, you can subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Instagram at Celeste underscore Ely.